Well, welcome to another episode of the Arrow Helps Entrepreneurs Increase Visibility, Credibility, and Profitability. Uh, today, we have on the show Kevin Ward. Kevin, would you like to introduce yourself? Good morning. Yes, I am Kevin Ward. Uh, I am a uh, consultant, trainer, speaker. All right, that that's great. And um, in terms of the the topics that you a lot of times cover, you know, we are really focused here for entrepreneurs. You know, we've connected via LinkedIn and had some conversation at length. And in terms of the the topics that you cover, um, can you share a little bit about the type of topics that typically you uh, cover? Uh, sure. Uh, I uh, like to talk about education, very passionate about that, and then also workforce development and uh, helping companies work through the uh, multi-generations in the workforce, including the real disparity there is between the uh, various generations currently. Uh, it's become a real problem for most companies. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that was really when we were, we were talking here, uh, you know, last week, that was one of the, the key focuses, the generational disparity, kind of what the, those different generational um, uh, gaps are and how they, they impact really the way that business is done and all the different areas when it comes to, um, you know, trying to train, trying to manage and trying to lead. Uh, and, you know, even just for a lot of people that are in business right now or working within a larger company, you know, thinking of, you know, what types of changes need to happen to, to really have an impact with that generational change impacting the evolving workforce. So overall, I wanted to talk a little bit about that, you know, for today and appreciate you, you know, taking the time to, you know, to help educate us a little bit on that. Sure. Glad um, so to I guess. Part. Absolutely. Well, one of the things, so talking about the different generations, I believe there's about five to six generations that are currently in the workforce. Is that is that right? Uh, yes. Uh, we've got boomers through millennials. Now we're about to uh, add in there a uh, another generation, the Gen Zs. They're coming along. And, um, and so currently, depending on uh, whose research you uh, depend on, the uh, we have the boomers, we have Xers, we have Ys, Z, I'm sorry, Ys and millennials. Some, some would offer that uh, the Gen Ys are really a, a subgroup of the uh, Gen Xs, but anyway, we multiples uh, there nonetheless. Gotcha, gotcha. And what would typify, I guess, the, um, I guess, well, before, so if you're taking a look at the different, uh, the different generations, what would anything in particular that would kind of typify the, the different types and, and why would we, uh, you know, why would, I guess, somebody that's running a business uh, or starting a business, why would these be important uh, demographics to be aware of? Well, one of the big things that I encounter is that for uh, boomers like myself, we were taught a management model. And it was based primarily on uh, a vertical uh, structure, hierarchical structure. And uh, it was also based in the notion of authority. And if the boss said so, you did it. And, uh, that's just the nature of it. And what we have now, you go to another extreme. You have the millennials that have uh, been taught now about uh, the third generation of 
challenge authority, question authority, as well as uh, having uh, been told that or at least implied that they are in control of their own destiny. And so what it creates is the traditional manager has a problem because in, uh, if you use traditional management style when it comes down to a decision, the traditional manager says, because I said so. And your typical millennial will react to that at a minimum with just ignoring it. And at worst, look at them and say, I'm sorry, uh, I'll leave and uh, just won't put up with it. And so what we've got is a need for managers to change their approach in, in a regard. Um, still necessary to manage uh, dates and times and data and things like that. But in terms of interacting with people, got to adjust and think in terms of leadership. We uh, have to uh, lead those generations rather than deal with them by authority. And it seems like a minor issue, but when you look at the cultural changes across the generations, it becomes a big issue and creates a lot of conflict. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely can, you know, relate to that within my, my career and just thinking of the difference between, you know, management and leadership and being able to sort of, uh, you know, easily interact with people within a, a corporate setting or within an environment where ultimately you, you need to work together to accomplish something. Uh, it's, it's a major, uh, major thing. Yes. Um, it, it, it's an interesting uh, piece. Uh, when I did some research on this to present to an industry group, I tracked some uh, cultural differences to really understand why the uh, disparity between the generations, because it's not the first time we've had multiple generations in the workforce, uh, but in looking at these cultural differences, uh, it began, began to become clear to me what is going on and why the uh, millennials in particular react the way they do, because basically the, uh, what we've done as a culture and a society is to train them to react the way they do. Sure, sure. Well, one, one really interesting uh, fact that I heard or statistic that I heard uh, is related to the, um, the amount of millennials that are in the workforce currently uh, versus, I'm not sure if this was the boomers, but uh, just the overall amount of people that are in the workforce and that are consuming, uh, people that are purchasing uh, products and services. Uh, there's a, a, a shift that happened within the past maybe five years where the number of uh, the numbers of the actual generations, and I believe this was millennials, started to outpace the other generation. Uh, and the impact of that within, you know, overall business, you know, larger organizations, this push towards social media, the push towards having technology. Um, so we have the, the managerial part of it and how businesses are, are being run more effectively and being led, uh, but also in how existing businesses need to be adjusting to be providing the types of services with the expectations 
uh, and providing the, I guess, the workforce that would, or the, the workplace that would be uh, most conducive to the, I guess, the, uh, the, the brightest or, you know, just the, the best, uh, the best candidates within that, um, that industry to be, to be working there over the course of the next, say, 10 or 15 years. And uh, that, that adjustment, I think, might be worth uh, talking a little bit about and, and probably relates to some of what you've uh, kind of been researching and thinking about and, and speaking about. Uh, yes. Uh, one of the things that, uh, again, struck me is uh, uh, the boomer generation represented, I believe, about uh, 80 million uh, people in the population. And then the uh, Generation X, Generation Y, their uh, number of uh, members in that population and demographic actually went down. And then what happened with the millennials is that the population numbers crept back up. They, depending on, again, whose numbers you go by, but uh, believe that uh, whereas the boomers were about 80 million at the time, that the uh, uh, millennials uh, reached a number of about 70 million. So we were in a decline in terms of demographic size uh, for a couple of generations. Now it's crept back up. And then with, you know, obviously with us boomers uh, getting out of the workforce and dying off, then that means that um, the millennial generation is the most populous. Therefore, they're going to be uh, uh, the biggest demographic consumer and so, yes, that, that becomes a factor, and the culture they're looking for is a real different culture than a traditional uh, boomer view, anyway, of business culture and what that looks like. And what would, can you describe that culture that you would see that the millennials uh, are looking for? Well, one of the things, and this is a challenge for, uh, that comes up, is the technology question. Um, yeah, the boomer generation technology for us would have been uh, in the, you know, during the height of our uh, uh, existence and all would been the introduction to uh, multiple channels on TV. And uh, even at the latter part of our uh, generational height was, you know, cell phones and those things. And you fast forward to the millennials, and they have never lived without having all of the technology, the exposure, the knowledge, Google, and all of those pieces. And some of the uh, uh, boomers have had a hard time figuring out how to embrace and use the technology without it becoming, uh, allowing it to become a problem in terms of issues in the workforce. And uh, if you're going to be a leader, you've got to learn how to adapt uh, to the culture. The other thing is that uh, the millennials are used to dealing with things uh, on an experiential level. Uh, one of the evidences of that is how that Apple is marketed to uh, and been so successful is they don't sell data, technology, uh, what it'll do and not do in terms of uh, gigabytes and things like that, they sell experience. And that's why they're so ex uh, successful with the millennial generation. 
Now that's that's interesting too. When you when you say the experience, you know, I, I think here a lot in terms of the marketing, branding, and social media uh, sort of evolution that that's happening, and the overall way that people are consuming content, and the overall experience of uh, of branding, and what what that has is kind of evolving to as well. And so in this case, when you when you say the, the way that millennials are, are working to kind of uh, being marketed to uh, in a way uh, from an experiential uh, point of view, how, how would uh, that experiential uh, point of view come into play in, in the workforce and how somebody's being led or managed? Uh, how, how, what would that look like there? One of the key ways to kind of understand that for my generation, work and family were separate entities. And that worked, and that's the way we dealt with it. The millennials, you can't draw lines between the two in any form. And, in fact, the culture for a millennial is going to, in some regards, see, appear and feel like a family environment because that's one of the things that they're seeking that we saw it in a different way. That's super interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a big fact companies approach it. Well, I, I really think that that relates so much to the way that millennials and just in general, everybody is relating to social media right now. The last, the last uh, statistic that I heard was that 53% of the technology use is on social media. So on these, you know, phones and, and devices, you have all these other uh, types of technology to use for productivity, but really everybody is within the social uh, networks. Uh, and so I think that is kind of an interesting thing maybe to explore. Uh, sure. Now, one, and one of the things, so it looks like we're running a little bit uh, close to the, the end of our, our time, uh, but I think it would be very interesting to maybe have another conversation to talk a little bit more about some of the sort of uh, suggestions or recommendations you would have for, you know, knowing that there's these different generations that are there and this different way that um, people are within the workforce and different expectations. Some of the things that you might recommend for uh, really trying to address some of those and to effectively sort of integrate uh, different strategies uh, to, uh, to help entrepreneurs. Uh, so I think that might be something, would you be up for doing that another time? Well, I would look forward to it. Okay, great. All right, we'll have to do that. 